I am a Caitlin Shepherd. This is Confident Conversations with your girl. I love confidence. These convos will be built upon gaining, spreading, and tapping into confidence in everything we may face and go through in life. Everyone has confidence already. It's about knowing it, realizing it, and then practicing living a life every day confidently. So, can we talk about it? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Did y'all watch the first episode? Okay, was it good? Let me know in the comments if you watched the first episode of I Think I Can, I Think I Can. Welcome back to Confident Conversations. I'm your girl, McCaitlin. So we're always going to wheel it back at the beginning of our conversation because I really want to know if you watched that first episode. Did you read the book? Go read the book, The Little Engine That Could, if you did not. It's, yeah, yeah. Go read the book and then let me know in the comments. Follow, like, share this conversation. So we're going to get back into it. But first, I want to tell y'all, can we be transparent? I lost all my notes for this conversation, right? Now, I'm a pre-planner, okay? Trying to clean up my Google Docs, delete it everything but God is so faithful because I was telling the team here how he re-downloaded it back to me of course because he's just that faithful he's never gonna let anything go without um void it's never gonna return void so um we're gonna have a really good conversation but before we get into today's conversation or whenever you catch yourself watching viewing listening I want to go back to the last conversation. So if you didn't watch the first episode, this is your disclaimer. Pause. Okay. Go back, watch the first episode, then come back because it, it, it's going to all tie in together. Okay. Then when this season is over, you can watch all episodes consecutively. But what Holy Spirit gave me after the last episode. So we were talking about the trains and how, all these trains came to help the engine, taking all these goodies over the mountain to the kids, right? Holy Spirit, like, really talked to me about each of these trains. And I'm going to give you what he gave me. So um, just a little synopsis. I, I told you that there was a black train that came to help. The black train was carrying materials, um, Four, I had said four motor. If y'all didn't catch it, that was a joke. It was a pun. Four, four motor materials because in the book it said they were carrying car parts. So there was a black train carrying car parts. The first train that came was a passenger train. They were carrying people, passengers. Then there was another train that came and this train was old, raggedy. He, I feel like he really wanted to help, but couldn't. And then the last train that came was the little engine that could. And we know from the story that this engine, the little blue engine, despite his circumstances, he got them over that mountain by saying, I think I can, I think I can. He did. So after that episode, Holy Spirit's like talking to me, you know, downloading just everything that I gave you all. So going back, let's just go back. So the first train that came was a passenger train. So I'm like, okay, passenger train. But then he, you know, got deeper. This is God, Holy Spirit talking to me. People. He was carrying people. 
how many, and I think I may have said this in the last episode, but he was carrying people. He was so concerned about the people that he were he was carrying. How many people do you know they can't help anybody because they're so consumed with themselves? You they you can't get no help out of them. Nothing. They won't they don't want to help anyone because they only think about themselves. So that what, what what's a good word to use? That is a roadblock. That could be a roadblock on your train track, okay? When you run into people who only care about themselves, they have nothing to give you because that honestly, those type of people, they can't give nothing to themselves either. They only care about themselves, but trust me, they are not, they are not what is all, uh, what they are um, showing you that's all choked up to be because they're only consumed with themselves. People like that, we'll get back into it. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. Passenger train. So they were only consumed with their selves. We all know people like that. Right. So then the black train, black train was carrying four, four parts. This train was only, this is Holy Spirit giving it to me, like breaking it down, only care about materialistic things. How many people do you know like that? They got to have a bag, shoes. They only buy stuff to, to really go out in public to show, because if it wasn't them showing off, they probably couldn't afford it. Number one, didn't need it. And then just going about it to show themselves off or to show off their materials. Let me tell you, people who care about all y'all materialistic stuff, you can't take it with you. Naked, we came into this world. Naked, we shall leave. So you, you look, that's another roadblock. People that only care about themselves and people who only care about their possessions. Go read your Bible. It talks about it. I'm going to keep moving. The third train that came was an old train. And if you read the book, he was like, man, I really kind of like, I really wish I could help you, but I'm so old and I haven't cleaned myself up. How many people you know like that? They don't take care of themselves enough to help you. It's not their fault. <laughs> it's not their fault. They haven't put no care into themselves, so they can't possibly help you. I've talked about that before. If you are not 100%, how can you possibly go poor into someone else? The Bible also talks about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, check your wine skins. How, are you wasting it? You cannot possibly pour, pour, pour into somebody who doesn't want to be poured into, who has no capability to be poured into because, look, they ain't taking care of themselves, so they don't have no space for you. It's not their fault, okay? It's not their fault, this old raggedy train, I feel like he really could have, because the next train that comes is a little blue engine that could. I really feel like he would have helped if he had put more care into himself, maybe wiping his wheels, cleaning up his oil, you know, taking care of himself so that he could have the capacity, the capability to help this other engine. So here you got these three trains, one who's too involved with themselves or other people. Okay, let me let me break it down like that. Involved with themselves or other people. People pleasing. That's why the first train couldn't help. It was a people pleaser train. Choo choo. He couldn't help nobody. The black train possessions. You cannot take these possessions with you. So why are you so worried about it? And why are you trying to prove everything to everybody else? I bet you don't got enough in your bank account. And I heard something that goes like, if you can't afford, if you can't buy it twice at the store, 
You don't need it. I'll let you take that with you. And then the old train, no self-care. You got to take care of yourself to be able to help somebody else. So then this little blue engine comes, and the little blue engine from the back is like, y'all, I have never been outside of my territory. He knew his circumstances. He knew what he couldn't do, what he shouldn't be doing. He really wasn't even supposed to be in the vicinity, okay? Many are called, few are chosen. I'm throwing y'all scriptures out here, okay? Go look, look. He was not even supposed to be in the vicinity, the little blue engine. He knew he wasn't. He knew, he said in the book, he said, I'm only basically on the yard carrying passenger train to passenger train. I don't go over no mountain. But the little blue engine, not only did he know his circumstances, I feel like he wanted, he, he, he wanted to help. So he wasn't, he wasn't concerned about his condition. I feel like he had a little self-care because it was a shiny blue engine. So he took care of himself. He was proud of himself. And no matter what he carried, we don't know what the little blue engine carried. He could have been carrying passengers, um, materials, oil. Remember, I told you that trains always have different loads. But this engine had confidence. This engine was bold. This engine took care of himself and didn't mind helping other people. Okay, so I want you to reflect on all those things. Ask yourself, do you got any black engines in your life? Any old rusty engines who you know they 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 can't possibly take care of you. Though it's not their fault. Show them some grace. But what about some black engines who really only care about their materials and the possessions that they have, or the passenger train only caring about themselves because they people please so much? Okay, so I want you to reflect on that. If you do, let me know in the comments and we'll talk about it. Okay. And so all of that to say, who is on your train track with you? What are you carrying? And then, like I said, at the end of the last first of the um, last episode, are you are you as the train continuously moving so that everybody else can get the resources that you need? Okay, and it's so crazy because after that episode, Went through revival in church. And my bishop said the same thing. He said, who literally, who is with you or not with you? And are you determined to get your oil to wherever you need to go? You got to keep moving because somebody out there needs your oil. Okay. We like David. Go read your Bible. All right, <laughs> go read your Bible. I just gave y'all a lot in that little bit. But seriously, go watch the first episode. Ask yourself, can I, can I keep moving? The answer is yes, you can. But then kind of reflect on who's around you. What are you holding? What, 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 what's um, in, your, in, your, in your tracks? Or what's stopping you in your tracks? That's good, too. All right, so all of that to bring us, we got to go back, y'all. We always got to go back because I got to give y'all the the synopsis and the basis of what really Holy Spirit gives to me. This is none of me, right? So 
all of that. Okay, we reflected on cranes. So we talked about moving forward. I said that a constant theme in my life is content right now, especially moving forward. We just went through revival and God is just doing a new thing in us. And sometimes when we do new things, we got to leave the old things behind us, right? That's another verse. Go look it up. Forgetting the old things behind us so that we could press forward, right? That was the verse I gave you. So today, we're going to move around a little bit because we're having a conversation. Today's conversation, and I'm going to have to move to really show y'all because I'm a visual learner. So I hope y'all visually go with me. We are going to talk about, while I move though, I want you to reflect, um, what can you not go back to? Ask yourself, what can you not go back to? Talk about my stool. And y'all let me know if this is good. All right, I brought my stool and then I'm going to have to kick my shoe. Sometimes when you're moving, physically moving, you got you got to get out your comfort zone. Let, let me show you, because I was sitting down here, but now I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Sometimes you got to take your clothes off, reposition stuff, and that's okay because that's what movement is. That's what happens when you evolve. So I brought my stool, and I'm going to kick my shoes. Ooh, sometimes you got to kick your shoes off to get to a new place. So what, what can you not go back to? And we're just going to have this conversation. I'm going to move up here on my stool. Let me get my mic over here. My protection team got me right. Y'all see? Ain't nothing falling today. <laughs> if y'all know that video I'm talking about, I just showed them. No, no, no lights is falling today, okay? We got the real production team. Far out jobs that they want. That is, oh, oh, production, production. But, um, <laughs> that is because my lamp just tried to fall, like, right on me. So, kicked my shoes off, toes are done, all right? And so, every now and then, seriously speaking, when you move, you have to physically change your, let me get comfortable in this, I practice. Wait, first of all, y'all see the stool. Another thing Holy Spirit gave me as I was prepping for this show, he said, sometimes to get higher, you have to want to go higher, right? Because it, it's easy for me to stay down there in that chair, comfortable. You see, I got the barriers, the armrests. But sometimes to get higher, you got to like physically go higher. Look at me climbing on this, right? I want y'all to see this. Sometimes to get higher, you have to go higher. So another thing he said, and I'm, I'm going to give y'all three good points. To stay up here like this, you got to have balance. All right, so let's talk about it. First, I'm going to give you a graphic, and we're going to get it right. You know, Sometimes you got to move around, adjust, right, till you're comfortable. So... And I promise y'all, I was, I practiced this. All right. So, is this good? All right. So, we are going to talk about what can you not go back to. And if you're watching, I may entitle this episode, I Cannot Come Down. My bishop preached a message a long time ago. Um, I was going back, reflecting through my notes, and the message came up, I cannot come down. And I think it was around 2021, 20, 2020. And he was coming out of Acts. Go read your Bible, out of Acts. And so 
I'm gonna move this back just a little so we can all see. He was coming out of Acts and the message was, I cannot come down. So mind y'all, God is re-downloading this to me because the notes that I did have, um, I deleted, but it's okay. So I cannot come down. So first of all, you just physically saw me climb up here on this stool. And I said, to go higher, you have to want to, to get higher, you have to want to go higher. Okay, you have to want to live up here. That scarcity mindset, that's down there. That's beneath me. That's beneath you, whoever watching that received that. That scarcity mindset, that's down there. We don't live down there. We live up here. To have confidence in things that you do or want to be better at, like I mentioned with my public speaking, you got to want to stay up here. My mindset that says I can't, I can't speak to people or what are they going to say about all that, that's beneath us. Okay, we're going to talk about it. So first I said to stay up here. Mind you how I'm sitting. I ain't going to cross this other leg because I don't want y'all to see me fall. And then that, that's me falling, not the production. So balance. That's the first point I'm going to give you. For you to not come down off of this, like this, you, you got to have some balance in your life. Who's around you? What is your circle looking like? Who's holding you up when you kind of tip this way or want to go this way or want to start thinking or talking back down there? You see, I'm not even looking down there. I, 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 I can't come down there. So before I get back into that balance, mind you, I told you, my bishop kind of preached a message like this. And when they, when they preached it, the church came out with the graphic. I'm going to post a graphic like I did the book if you watched the last episode. So this graphic, it goes, it's a little black girl and I love it. She said, so the guy is standing down there and he's like, meet me down here. And she's sitting up on her stool. And she goes, why don't you meet me up here? And he goes, I can't. And so the next graphic is like, oh. Because if you can't meet me up here, yo, that's your bad. I'm staying up here. You see me, I'm on the stool. Now, I said I could have stayed in this chair, comfortable. I know I got barriers around me. I know that if I lean back, the back of that is going is to hold me up. But it takes strength and courage and confidence to sit on this stool like this because do I got any armrests? Go with me visually. There's no armrest. There's nothing holding me back. I got to want to stay up here. I'm holding myself up right here. I have to want to stay up here. So when you go high, you have to want to stay up here. I can't come down there. My bad. Okay, so balance. Who's around you physically, emotionally, spiritually, even financially? Do you have people around you feeding into the fact that you want to be a millionaire? Or every time you bring up money, they're saying, how you gonna be a millionaire? You can't, I can't come down. Okay. You got to literally physically change your perspective when it comes to this. So to stay on this balance, that's the first point I'm making. I have to literally want to be up here. And then who is around me in case I do lean back too far or go to the left or go to the right? Who who who's who's holding me up physically, emotionally? Right? 
So balance to, to, to stay up high and to not come down. You have to want to not come down. Right. Okay. Number two, boundaries. So I'm up here. Y'all saw me have to climb up here to go higher, to get higher. You got to want to go higher. I know, I, I, I know that I'm checking who's around me to keep me in balance. Okay, but what about boundaries? Now, the girl on the graphic, he said, meet me down here. She could have said, all right, one second. Let me check with my friends. Or what about somebody that's saying, come out to the club with us. And you know you don't club no more. You know you do not go to the club no more. Come out to the club with us. It's going to be fun. It's going to be quick. You don't got to stay the whole time. You need a no in your spirit. And let me tell you, as an English teacher, as an English major who taught English also to my little kids, <laughs> no real English professor now, okay? I just went to school. But no is a full sentence. No, period. And when you add a period, let me take you back, that ends it. You do not have to keep explaining yourself to people who want you to come down. I ain't coming down. You need a no in your spirit. No. And that's it. Not, no, I'm going to think about it and then I'll get back with you. Or maybe, and you know, and you already know that you're not, you already know you're going to say no. Boundaries. Think of a scenario where someone has tried to get you off of your stool to get you to come down. No, that's not me no more. And I'm saying that prophetically to me because walking into 30, <laughs> there's a lot of people that got to get to know me again because I'm not her anymore. That's what you, if you got to tell some people that, so be it. I don't got a Bible verse to go with that, but I know it's in there. Set up your boundaries. Do not waste your wineskins. Get a no in your belly, in your spirit. It's a full sentence. And you do not have to feel bad about it. Because just like the graphic said, she said, oh. He said, I can't come up, oh. And I don't feel bad. Confidently, that's where your confidence has to be. Who does your confidence rely in? Them? Or Jesus. And if you go back to the Bible, that verse about people pleasing, am I trying to be a servant of Christ or am I trying to win the soul of other people? Because if I'm winning, if I'm trying to please other people, there's no way I could be a servant. All right. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect up on this, but it's some stuff I'm not going back to. I'm prophetically speaking to me. It's some stuff, McCaitlin, I am not going back to. It's some stuff you cannot go back to. So can you come down? Uh, nope. Tell them no. Boundaries. So you got balance because you're checking who around you, physically, spiritually, emotionally. You know your circle. You know that if you, ooh, if you may fall, they're going to catch you. Not only are they going to catch you, they realize that you're not on balance before you even fall. Those are your people. And you have boundaries. You say no without explaining yourself. If you don't want to go, you're not going. It's some stuff that I, and look, if God is telling me to hush, I'm, if God is saying go, I'm going. If he's saying not going in this season, I cannot go. See you later.
all right? And the third B, this really could be the first B, the second B, the third, your Bible, but not even your Bible, who and what is feeding your spirit? Because to stay up here and to, ha and to stay with that confidence, you got to know who the root is. And the root is Jesus. Who is feeding your spirit? Are you in a Bible-based church? Are you getting the word weekly, daily even? Who is around you? Are the people around you while you up here, are they also making sure that you have somebody feeding your spirit? And I don't just want to make it Bible because you have a therapist, counselors, people to talk to. I love Jesus, but Jesus puts these people here to help us. Mentors, podcasts, hello, I'm here to help. To give you confidence, to let you know that you're not in this alone, but you have to check what's around you. You have to set boundaries. You have to have something feeding your spirit to make sure that when you up here and they say, hey, yo, come down, I don't even, I don't even move. They cannot get me from up here. When people are trying to get me to come down there with that low scarcity mindset, that not wanting to change, that wanting to manipulate everything, and I could keep going on and on and on. I'm not going back down there. But you have to first, we, because it's all of us, we have to check ourselves, check what are we feeding our spirit, what you listening to. I always say that music Look, guard your ear gates. What are you feeding your spirit? Like, it's so crazy because I'm saying ear gates and I'm thinking of music, but I wrote down, I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. Shout out Prophet Neo because he said that. I'm good by myself, but baby, when me and God link up, you cannot stop me. So what are you listening to? What, 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 what is and who is feeding into your spirit? And that goes back to boundaries. And that goes back to your balance. Who's around you? Your friends. What is around you? And so all of this to say, when you're up here, you know, let me physically show you again, to to want to get higher, you have to want to go higher. This takes work. I can just sit. I don't know if the camera going to go. I, I can just sit back here and be so cool and chill, right? It takes work to get up here. And then to stay up here, did y'all see me about the, a little, I got a little faulty, but to stay up here, it takes work. It takes dedication. I have to want to be here. So you have to want to be here. Balance, boundaries, no. Just, just pause and say no. No, like no, it's a full sentence. No, I cannot come. No, I will, I'm not available. And then let me speak to the people who get so, um, who so deep in people pleasing. You can't even say no because you feel like they're going to like beat you up. Are they God? 
And then you know when you get the message or when you get the invite, something in your spirit don't feel right. You you know you're not 100% yourself when you're around XYZ or going XYZ because your confidence, I told you, is a per- noun, person, place, or thing. You have confidence with people when you go to different places and with different things. Listen to your spirit. Pray and ask for discernment because if you do not... You're going to be up here, and they're going to be able to get you to come down whenever they want. And I'm sorry. And if you're watching, McCaitlin cannot come down. You may know me by MK, but McCaitlin, she's not coming down there no more. It's some stuff I'm not doing no more. It's some people I'm not going around no more because they bring out that. You know what it is, and we all get in there. I'm not saying not. Look, going back to the last verse, I'm not saying I'm there. But I am pressing to get there. I'm moving to get there. And when I get there, I'm not going back down there. All right? So ask yourself, do you have balance? Do you have boundaries? And do you read your word? Are you in the Bible? And do you have people around you? And so all of that to say, you can't come down. All right, you cannot come down. Let's go back to the graphic. That graphic said, can you come down? She said, why don't you come up here? Bring people up to your level. And if they can't come up on your level, they got to stay down there. And then she said, oh. And guess what? Don't waste your wine skin. You don't have time in this season to explain to people why you can't come down. If they don't want to come up, they going to stay down there. So that brings me my quote for the soul, which is our ending segment. Now this, this is a good one. This is a good one. And I'm going to give you this quote. Many of you already know this quote, but let's go back to the basis of the quote. All right. Quote for the soul. Here we go. This quote for the soul is a quote that just gets you reflecting on our conversation to do what it is we're talking about in this conversation. Because to have this confidence to walk out, not going back down there, you have to live it. You have to be it. Okay. This quote, when someone is cruel or acts like a bully, you don't stoop to their level. No. Our motto is, when they go low, we go high. And y'all know who said that quote? Our forever first lady, Michelle Obama. When they go low, we go high. But I wanted to give reference to the whole quote. She said, no, when someone is cruel or acts like a bully, we do not stoop to their level. Our motto is, when they go low, we go high. You see how high I'm up? how high I am up on this stool. I'm not coming down. I'm not coming down. I'm not coming down. So take that quote from my forever first lady, apply it to your life. When they go low, you have to stay high. You have to live up here. Get rid of that scarcity mindset. Get in your Bible because the more you get to know God, the more you realize he wants you to prosper. He wants you to live up here. It's hard. We done all been down there before. And we some of us still down there with a lot of stuff in our life. But it's okay. Once we get up here, don't go back. 
I love you. Thank you for listening to this conversation. This is your first time. Welcome. Welcome to the Confidence Community. Go back and watch the first episode. I think I can. I think I can. This is your girl, McCaitlin Shepard. And y'all, we just talked about it. Stay up here. Hi. Bye-bye. I love you. I am McCaitlin Shepard. This is Confident Conversations with your girl. I love confidence. These convos will be built upon gaining, spreading, and tapping into confidence in everything we may face and go through in life. Everyone has confidence already. It's about knowing it, realizing it, and then practicing living a life every day confidently. So, can we talk about it?